You got your man Santino Iliano, but you can call me Sonny Ill, aka the Todd Italian Stallion. And always with me is my brother, Shooter. He hates bullies, but all these women call him a bull. How we doing today? Now I'm a glasses half full kind of guy, and I always like to say, there's no such thing as a bad day, just try missing one. But you have now entered into the squared circle, and we are here to discuss the sweet science. Come on, let's get it started. Yeah, the champ is here. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. And how are you doing today, Shooter? You know what, man? I can't complain, man. Everything, God is good, man. It's a, it's a beautiful day today on this recording. You know one thing I got to say, man? One thing I'm going to let you guys know about my co-host, Sonny Ill, man. You ever meet somebody who has two first passions? It is boxing and rapping. I swear this man can't talk without having to start the cadence to a flow, man. And every time he does it, I just start laughing at it, man. But I feel it, though. Well, that's Go why ahead, I just man. stopped battle rapping because it just got too brutal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got into it too much, and then right away lines were crossed and things never went too well, turned into melees. But enough about my career and records. You know, they used to, they used to call me Canvasback sometimes. You know, and i like to give a shout-out quick to Talk and Smack 101 at Twitter.com. Now, that's where you would get a hold of us. For any questions, comments, feedback, whatever you want to say, it's there for talking smack. But that's be the best way to reach us, or you can shoot us an email at talking squared circle at gmail.com. So talking smack, T A L K I N G, smack 101 at Twitter, and then T A L K I N G squared circle at gmail.com are the best ways to reach us. And download that squared circle app. You got it in the Play Store, you got it in the App Store. I know you got a smartphone, or else you wouldn't be listening to us, or else you wouldn't be an American, that's for sure. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. As anybody who don't got a smartphone, I don't trust, like Bill Murray. You know, anyway, anyway, man, we're going to get to it, man. It was a very interesting week slash weekend, man. It was a, a lot, of lot, of, lot of fights, a lot of, lot of fights, man. So it's, uh, I want to thank, I want to thank Al Heyman. I want to I personally thank Al Heyman, and if you're listening to man, I love you, man. What you did with PBC in the making. When did he get to you? When did you get signed with Al Heyman? And we man, look, 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 man. Nah, he, he didn't sign me, man. Oh, but okay, you know okay. what, though? Anything that benefits the sport, I'm always a fan of, man. The like fact that we have, the, the, fa- the, fight, the fact that we have three, four, you know, fights a week, not, not just individual bouts, but just were publicized cable fights yeah. when i ain't got to go nowhere i ain't got to go out of my way to watch this stuff man, man. there's a lot a lot of great a lot of great fighters on there's been some saturdays where the fights might start at one or three o'clock and go on until 10 o'clock for the two or three different channels it skips through exactly and you got two and they and whether it's publicized on two different whether it's spike or whether it's abc nbc any of those man you got to make sure you had that dvr man to get all of them and man i love it i love it i haven't seen anything like this since early 90s mid 80s Late '80s, when boxing was probably at its last peakest moment, yeah. Uh, as a sport, you know, it's had its great peak moments. Probably highest ever would be individually Floyd Mayweather, of course. Yeah. Who I'm not the biggest fan of, but we're not here to promote him for free. That's yeah, for sure. Either way, man, you don't he talk may. bad about Mayweather. That boy's a bad boy. I'll say anyway. anything I want to say about that boy when he's not. Here, all right, man. Look, right? I don't want to fight you here. I, I we just started. We only four I, minutes <laughs> in. We only four see, minutes in. Hey. You anyway. must be one of his bodyguards because those are the only ones that I don't want to talk smack to. 
because then I get real big real quick. Uh -huh. Especially like if I saw a Rocky or something. Don't do that, man. Hey, yo. Go buy me some juju beads. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, so on the, one of the PBC one of the PBC fights that came on was a Fig, uh, Figueroa versus Zoria fight. Now, I don't know if you happen to catch it, but Brandon put him down, and <laughs> he put him down by two body shots, man. Now, anytime somebody goes down, headshots you get. I mean, your your head's there. Body Everybody heads it. Man, Teddy, Teddy, uh, Teddy Atlas, man, water in the basement. Water in, water the, in the basement. Those legs, you start hitting people in the body, their legs stop moving, and then you can't, then it's easier to hit a target that standing still, man. Nothing's worse than being having the wind knocked out of you, getting that punch to the body. When you got to take a knee because it hurt, mm -hmm. that's some pain. Now, when I mean two body, when I mean two body shots, he put him down with the first body shot. He put him down with the first body shot. It was around the uh, upper, upper mid range section with a hook. And then he sit and he kneeled down, ref gave him the standing eight count, and then the next time the same exact punch put him down. So that moved him up. He was he was eight and zero at that time to move up to nine zero. And Zarrillo's no punk too because he was six and two. six and one six and one at that time six, six with uh with six knockouts. So like even though he had that one loss, Make you know, break moments sometimes, and and it's unfortunate for some fighters when it happens, but it just means you know maybe you weren't there for that up next step, the next stage, the next level. But that can be wrong also because we got like Sergio Martinez. Yeah. Suffered all his first losses in the beginning of his career when he got when he got knocked out by Antonio Margarita. And Margarito. Margarito, you know what I'm saying? And then we see how his his career prospered, mm -hmm. went forward. He he became a world champion and he got a little bit of stardom. I did not expect his pay per view fight to go down the way it did with Miguel Cotto, but neither did he. Well, well, yeah. that I mean. We can dive into yeah, that, yeah. man. He was just too old. That's somebody who aged real fast in the ring, man, the way he did with Makoto. Because especially not even before that, we talked about it last week about how um, Chavez Jr. was, you know, one of the fight's biggest disappointments. And you see, he Sergio Martinez punished him until Chavez put him down in the 12th round. But he ended up uh, losing that. Uh, Sergio Martinez ended up winning that with decision. But to, just like I said, we was getting off the board with PBC. The reason why I I liked it is because all of their matchups, whether it's an up and coming prospect, it's there. Everybody is fighting somebody with a good, decent record good or good great matchups. experience. Yeah. So it's just like you're never seeing people who also um, Showtime Next Generation Boxing does the same I thing. Love they Showtime always Next Generation. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see a lot fact. of undefeated young up and comers now getting matched mm -hmm. up with each other. Um, some of uh, every now and then you can tell who the guy is, who's their top prospect, who's their up and comer. And sometimes we watch them get we watch it get spoiled like my man Sammy Vasquez last week. Yeah. Um, but usually they've been doing real good lately. That's how like Willie Nelson, great amateur background. Yeah. Um, became a, a world title contender. He uh, just got beat re recently by Andrade, Demetrius right? Demetrius Andrade is who beat him. And and I was surprised how well he handled him. Anyways, but Showtime Next Generation was the guy who brought him, brought both of them up actually. That's where they came up from with Showtime Next Generation. So I like what they're doing. And, you know, and Al Heyman, as long as we can get him to work together with the other promoters, yeah. or not him, but his promoters, since he can't be a promoter, then we can continue to make the best fights. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. like, right now, they're talking about in the welterweight division, Kel Brook is the only outside guy with the title that we know that um, might not be able to. No, actually, it would be Jesse Vargas. Because his WBO title, that's Bob Arum. He might not let him fight any of those other guys. That the rest is all PBC. But uh -huh. 
Let's go back to Showbox Next Generation. Yeah, um, but all well, all that. Uh, one of the things before we even get into that, man, I want to ask you a question. I actually thought about this. I don't know if you guys know. It's it's really hard not to talk to this man on the day, Sunny Ill, on a daily basis, base about boxing. Like we have so much material, and we don't want to spoil it for you guys because you know we we come to you and it's freestyle. This is a lot of this is off the top, and I sit here, but. Back to the PBC when it's always up and coming boxing and it's always great. You always find somebody who is, you know, whether they're undefeated, up and coming prospects, or they have great records. You know, it's just the beginning of them, or they're tested. You know, you put them in there. I see this lull where in the beginning you have to do it to get your name up and get your rep up. Then you see in the middle of a lot of people's career, once they get to there, you'll see cans, they'll fight yeah. tomato cans or something like that. Guys and like then, me and you, they pull from the crowd. Yeah, they pull from the crowd. You want to make some money? Make make some money. Yeah. And then, and then you get to the tail end. Sometimes they want to fight them, but then the money's starting to get really good, so you can't really afford to put that loss on your record, so you're kind of scared. But then where do we get to a place where you think all of these guys will say, you know, AO man, it's not all about the money sometimes. Let me go because I look at I look at it from the fighting from three different. I'm gonna points. say PBC is the one, but go ahead. I, I'm a look, I look at this from a comp, uh, a couple different angles. One, I'm a competitor first. Yes, I, I can't go nowhere. Whether it was boxing, whether it was basketball, was this, I can't look. I cannot. As a competitor, I always want to beat you. I never want to beat like so. Like the thing he, is, he I always want the best. If it, yeah, I do. I don't. There's a. I don't play a lot of sports. Ga- I don't play any sports games because if you lose, I'm the type of person I want to play you in the street, no matter what it is. So, the competitor to me is first. Then, as a fan, as a fan, why why not give these people what you want? Because especially what nowadays, 15 years ago. You can get you can get away with it just because there's not as much social media, whether it's Twitter or you know Facebook or where anybody's opinions can get to you, where you look at on a daily basis. But at the same time, if I'm a competitor and then I got people on my Twitter calling me a chicken, you know I, I gotta fight this man. I don't need I don't need I don't want to leave anything of the debate. If I'm claiming I'm the best, I have to fight the best, and it's right there and there. Then the third way I look at it is, I always try to put myself in the the professional shoes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, maybe as a competitor, I want to fight this guy, but can I make money for the next two more years, you know, and to set my family up? Because boxing is dangerous. I don't think yeah, people, like, at, going back to the fan, as being a fan, you want to see the best fights, but at the same time, these boxers are careers. These losses mean a lot, and they set you back from getting payday. You know, so I'm going to make a reference so, here to one of my main man, great Italian fighter. His name was uh, Rocky Balboa. And in that... One of his final movies there before Creed, uh, you know, he was set up to fight the magic man, Antonio Tarver, because he just wanted one comeback fight, and they offered him that one, and the first thing he said was like, oh, wait, you know, I don't want to get my teeth knocked out and my brains bashed in, you know? He still took it, of course, because it was a movie, but that's that's an example of why you got to make that best money decision, you know? Because uh-huh. they offered him good money for his career fight with the best heavyweight out there at the time in that scenario, you know, and that's the way he got to go out on top. You know, but not every fighter gets that option to go out on top. At all. So when you make that best decision, you could either, you're making the decision, I say, are you going to give the fans what they want and risk your health? You're going to get great cheers. You'll be remembered. They'll talk about it. Or you want to be that guy that kind of like a little irked with, you know he's the greatest, but yeah. you're still a little annoyed by him no matter how much you like him or the skill or anything. Well, I'm going to tell you this from my angle, and it's because I'm sitting in this chair and not sitting on a stool in an actual ring. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna die on my shield. Now, of course, it's easy for me to say because I'm not getting punched in my face on a daily basis. But I'm a competitor first. Yeah. I have to. Die, I have to die out there when I'm shield, and I can't. 
that that little person on my shoulder he's talking to me and i cannot claim i cannot claim the best unless i'm beating everybody so whether it's it's always the next man up now future reference you can't always have the best fights right away because after the best fight then what's that what's, what's left, what's what left? so this is one of the thing and no mayweather's not paying me but like i had to talk to a lot of people about this like Mayweather would have not no, made is, yeah. <laughs> Mayweather is not going to make as much money as he did his whole career or especially the last five years of career if he fights Manny five years earlier yeah. after that fight who else are you really going to who else are you going to put up against where he's going to make the money and that's where I say look at it from the boxers, boxers aspect we're not even going to go fucking into that we're shit. not we're not because we're not going to go into that because if he would have fought him Five years ago, it would have been more money because it would have been a trilogy, not near the end of both of their careers. We don't lose for him. Uh, but, uh, you just said we you just said we weren't gonna go in it, and you say I something like that. It's not gonna it's not gonna be a trilogy. It's not gonna be how many how many re, how many rematches has Mayweather had? Two. 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 He's had two, and why? Because the other guys didn't have a name that was worth value. Well, no. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But the but reason Dana, why he did that one because he wanted to prove that that it wasn't as close as it was. And because I, I was convinced, I I was convinced it was close as it was, and I the first fight. No, and it I, took I the second it fight was. for me to believe that it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Castillo was the only loss that Mayweather has suffered. Okay. Jose Luis okay, Castillo. So that's get, the only. You're not we're getting not, paid by him. Okay, I know. No, I'm just saying. No, but I'm not. Yeah, no, he lost that fight. He lost that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Everybody's got to get a gift every now and then. He got one. And, hey, and that's that. the, and that's that and just like we yeah. said last week, that's the that's the beauty of it, man. People get cheated. Well, people what, get what was that people saying get wrong. Told me? It's, 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 the, uh, it's the imperfections that make it perfect. It's the imperfections that make it perfect. I forgot I said that. <laughs> Damn, I'm good sometimes, man. That's trademark. That's trademark. So, um, what else do we have on? What do we have? Uh, you have know, we got there? we got fights coming up this weekend. We got Adonis Stevenson and Leo Fran- uh, Leo nah, Santa Cruz. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Adonis Stevenson versus Frampton. And then uh, let's see here. What else we have? We have we just talked about the Showtime and P and uh, PBC and how they're doing great things. We mm-hmm. also want to remind you about that Squared Circle app again. That's going to be the best place to get all this news. If you're listening to us now, you probably already downloaded. Now I'm trying to talk my man to add in the KTFO section uh, for you know. Knocked it out. Uh, this is where I could use a Chris Tucker sound effect. Did you uh, Did you just uh, censor your own self? Knock the fuck out, man. <laughs> nah, KTFO, that's what I'm liking. I could say we could do one a day, maybe one a week, or maybe we throw a couple up on there and see if we can get people to vote for one. That's what I would like, because then I know you're listening to us, because I am talking to whoever's listening out there. Yeah, now, so another, another thing about the PBC we wanted to bring up is on one of the same cards, we had uh, Aaron Garcia versus Alec Castaño. Now, Castaño came in, and then it was, I love, the reason I love listening is they give a whole bunch of background to these uh, to these fighters. Now, he was 10-0 with seven knockouts, and he fought uh, Aaron Garcia 12-5-1 with seven knockouts. Now, it's, Tested, it's got yeah, power, yeah. got rounds. He's definitely what you want to put in there for your, your guy. Yeah. You want to fight, you want him to fight a guy like this because this is how you know. Now, what, what made this match interesting and why we're bringing this up is, well, one, Garcia came in overweight, but the fight before he had this, he lost to Castaño's older brother. His name is Brian. Now, Castaño, kind of, he looks like a Gabriel Rosado, um, but I couldn't really decipher so, whether they said it. Um, reeking on some days Italian. Yeah, so, something like that. I couldn't really, but it was, I want to say it was Brian who they said beat Earl Spence in the amateurs. Now, the only reason why this is relevant is because 
That's boxing right it, there. It's, it's, that's, boxing. It, that's boxing right there. Now, we, we've said before that we think the only person that may be able to give Terrence Crawford a run for his money is Earl Spence. But all that, that. Yeah, but all that, I say all that just to say is these Castaño brothers, are they something to look out in the future? Now, it, it's... We've we said it before, you know. Yeah. We like a lot of people have fifteen and zero, you know, twenty and zero records, and we still consider them as prospects. Well, even like with this example here, the both the brothers fight the guy. There's a chance the guy they fought, not what was his name, not Castanos, but the other guy. Uh, his older brother or Garcia. Garcia, the guy Garcia that they fought. There's a chance that Garcia, they they, they found him in the stand that day, or uh -huh. he got the call the week before if he's coming in overweight. Yeah. And he just fought his brother recently. They know that he was available and he's a guy that can fight. Yeah. Or he's just got a horrible trainer. Well, One of the two. Well, but I always, um, and, I, and I equate this to basketball, football, anything. You don't consider yourself a great fighter, a great player, a great team. Winning, winning somebody who's equal to you or somebody's better than you, that, that's, good. that's good. But I consider you great when you win the fights or the matches that you're supposed to win. Yeah. If they give you so, if they give you somebody who's a tomato can and you're supposed to beat them, you know what? You make you show them yeah. why you're f heavy favorite in that. Because yeah. um, we're gonna go more into that after this after we finish discussing this one here. Because when you were talking about the 15 and 0 guys who got that record, um, that they got their credibility from beating who they beat in the amateurs sometimes, um, or it's a padded record. But like this guy here, that could be his only thing is beating Errol Spence. Um, Anthony Spadafora, his only real claim to fame is beating Mayweather as an amateur. The guy's record's like 45-1. and one. Yeah. So how, how do we not hear about this dude? He retired. And how come Mayweather never fought him? They, they stayed around the same weight division, but his name just kind of dipped away. He's, he probably just stayed local in his city and just got his wins, you know? You'd read about him here and there. but And, and that's not even going even the right... That's not going to have a happy ending, unfortunately, for that guy because he got the one loss. He wanted to come back in, but his claim to fame is still who he beat in the amateurs. Then you got, like, Triple G. One of his two losses in the amateurs is to Andre Ward. Now, they both kept going on that claim to fame there, and Earl Spence looks like he's doing the same. That's for sure. And if these guys meet now with the level of opposition Errol Spence faced versus that Brian Cast Castellano. Ca Castano. 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 You know, that's... I guarantee it's not the same level of class. And also, this is what, Olympic boxing rules and all that stuff. I'm not sure. It's totally different as an amateur. Um, when you meet now, you're men. You're not boys. You're definitely men. So whoever became the man first sometimes might be able to overpower over Willem. Uh, we witnessed that with Devin Alexander and Sean Porter. Devin Alexander beat Sean Porter as an amateur. Sean Porter said, he said, I'm a man now. It's different. I it is man. different, yep. I'm the same man. And then, of course, you get those kids who are a little bit more advanced. And sometimes sometimes it takes a while for people to catch up. And then they actually Oof. grow into themselves and in their craft. Nobody knocks out Algeria. Nobody knocks out Algeria. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm uh, one of the other uh, fights on the cards, we had uh, Fabian Maidana versus Jorge Maisonette. Maisonette, I always forget how to mess it up. Now, Maidana came in a 9-0 with six KOs. Four, yeah. Little Chino brother. Yeah, Little Chino brother. So, Maidana, um, don't know if you got, you guys, if you got this app, you know who uh, Maidana's older brother is. Mark, Marcos Maidana, you know, the, one of those other per people who got the uh, rematch with Floyd. Um, he fights a 13-1 with 11 knockouts. Uh, Jorge, Maisonette. Now, Maisonette so, lost that fight, right? It was a brutal fight. Yeah. Good power for both guys. 
good records from both guys. It was um looking at looking at it um Maidana is just just like his older brother. He has power. It looks like at at a couple of moments he was slow to get it off, but he's heavy handed. And then if you can if you have a chin and you're heavy handed, you're if you're a punch if you're a if you're a puncher, iron you're all, you're you're the iron chin. You're always gonna have a chance to win the fight, though. So it's um. There's always a puncher's chance. Like as yeah. you get older, like even with myself right now, sometimes your legs are gonna go first, but you never lose your punch. Yeah. That's for sure. So before uh, my sonnet uh, said before the fight, he said he's either gonna get knocked out, he's either gonna knock him out or get knocked out. How do you feel about somebody who says that? Um, I, I like it. I love it. Um, I love it. I, I, would, I would not look forward to be the guy on the other side of the ring. Yeah. When I hear that, but if you like to brawl, like you saw with Medana, then you want to encourage and love it. you got to love it. And you're looking forward to it when you hear that. And then you might, that might be your motivation right there to make him quit, to stop him, to knock him out and let him know. It, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an alpha move. It's, it's just an alpha move is showing you I'm the better man right now. It's my power that matters. That's why. But, well, his, and his corner had to save him. Yeah, uh, and there, I was just about to say, speak of the devil, end of round six, his corner had to call it, man, because he was out there really... Trying to last, trying to last though. Like I mean, I give. I, if anybody's ever stepped in the ring, you, nobody leaves that ring a punk. You can say what you want, your criticism. Ninety-nine percent of the people listening to this, or ninety-nine percent of the people, period, is not taking be able to yeah. take those punches, let alone last any rounds or anything I like make that. Jokes so jokes of it all the time about when, <laughs> when they pull guys from the crowd. I've just because I've seen it happen before growing up in is Las your, Vegas. Is it your drunken stupor? Eh, you know, it's just what it is. You know. It's, 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 we could we could act this out real quick. It's like, hey, hey, what are you doing right now, man? You look like you fight. You you used to box at all? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, little bit. Yeah. You, you want to make you want to make a little bit of money? About about, about a thousand bucks right now. It might cost you twenty minutes of your time. What, uh, what's, what size shoes you got there? Huh? <laughs> I'll see if Let's I got in the locker room. When was the last time you wrapped your hands? Your hands good? So let's let's come talk over here. Thousand bucks I'm talking about. <laughs> How many people right now? With a little bit of fight experience would have said no to that, right? But I still respect those guys for taking that bad decision right there. It's a horrible decision because of what you're risking health-wise. After a couple beers, might not feel like one, but that's a big risk. But you get mad respect for entering that square table. That's for sure. Now, my Sinet, Now, what's going to happen with him? Now, he can recover from this. They can. He's still. He, look, you're still talking about a man who's 13 and two after this. After this loss with 11 knockouts, he's going to get work. I mean, hey. Boxers are just like plumbers, man. You can always use a journeyman. Journeymen's are always going to get work, whether it's a sparring partner or whether it's somebody who's going to be tested. Now, as a local historian in boxing, this reminds me of uh, Marcos Medina versus Victor Ortiz. Both two up-and-coming power punchers, a brutal fight. They exchanged knockdowns, and Victor Ortiz quit on the stool in the sixth round, actually, coincidentally. I always felt this was the fight that broke Ortiz because we see where his career went. Now, is this this could be mice and net, or they could be destined for a great rematch that's worth money. Hopefully, it's all up to him. Really, it's all up to him. Well, well, the thing is, it's it. I don't think it's even possible to have it a great rematch when these guys have up yeah, yeah. when they, when they have twenty three wins yeah. between them. I mean, the yeah, first yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, this is gonna be a good match if they ever fought a second time. If well, they fought like, a hey, second time, we might be like, oh crap, this is a rematch. Yeah, <laughs> it'll take you a minute to watch it, and that's if you're doing that. But you know he's is boxing. There's not always going to be work, but I think uh, I think he'll be able to rebound. We'll see what's we'll see what's going on after that. All right, now let's go ahead and talk. But 
I, I just wanna. I want you to. I want you to sit with me right quick, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a little story. I wanna. No, 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 no. You stay over there. You stay over there. I want you to sit with me. I want you to sit with me right quick. So, um, a few weeks back, I'm having a little get together at my house. Um, and then after a few, not no, I didn't invite you. I didn't invite you. Sorry, but I get into two of my friends, two of my homeboys. They're they're talking about something, and they. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking about something. I don't know what it is, but anyway, one of them comes up to me, and they're like, "A, I would never fight you as a person, even though we're boys, for the fact that you've you've boxed and you've had training, and you know I spend time in the gym and I work out and stuff like that." And I said, "Yes, I completely understand that." And then the other guy comes around. wasn't a beef thing. wasn't be not out and all black people beef. But it wasn't a big thing, but he was just like, he was like, I understand that. The other guy came up and he said, I completely understand that. But at the same time is I'm not scared to fight anybody. And I was like, and I looked at this, I looked at this from two different ways. I looked at this from two different ways. I looked at it as, as yes, as a man, you can't be scared to fight anybody or you can't be scared of anybody as a man. That's just, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just should be, be in your, that just should be in your it DNA. It doesn't mean you need to go challenge uh, t a retired Floyd Mayweather yeah. or retired any fighter of any kind if they yeah. made money for it. Like and I it, wouldn't you shouldn't even go challenge the corpse of Kimbo Slice if with no fighting experience. Yeah. So so he says that and I completely and I see it from the both angles. Yes, you're a man. But then also with somebody it's just like when I see anybody with cauliflower ear in the, in a bar and it's just like you might you might want to tread you might want to tread lightly on that. You might want to tread lightly on that. Um so be, having that having that having that training is definitely you're going to have the upper hand in any in any kind of atmosphere it's like most of the time you're not going to have training but i say that just because but i also told him i was like yes even though i have training it's still fighting Fight and fight. any punch mm -hmm. can change the outcome of it no matter how much training all, all somebody has to do is one. catch you all we'll be that. Some one punch knockouts. Yes. In the KTL yeah, we, section. We will. So we figure that out. I say that just to say the super welterweight Kyrie Gray versus Ian Green fight that was on. Ian Green took the fight on how long? He took the fight on five days' notice. Mm -hmm. Now, a little so bit. I was off by five days. <laughs> they didn't a, find yeah. him in the crowd. Yeah. So. And he just went there. So, this, this reminds me of the first Rocky movie. You know, so. Uh, so. Was going through the book and they're like. So I just I just jotted down a I just jotted down a couple things while I was watching this fight. Now, I wrote uh, Kyrie Kyrie Gray was he was supposed to be the prospect. He's he is the prospect. He's thirteen and zero with ten knockouts, and Ian Green is nine and one, still good record with seven knockouts. Right. So uh, a couple things I remember from the fight. Uh, Kyrie Gray had he was confident. He had composure. His discipline was okay. Going on to watch this fight, Ian Green was stunned early. He was winded. His mouth was open. He was, man, he just targeted that right hand, had a home all day. He was hurting Ian Green. Was, Everything was flush. Yes. But he, he kept stepping back and boxing good. Boxing yeah. good. And he said exactly what he was going to do. He's going to box. But... Kyrie Gray got knocked out in the second round. Yeah, knocked the fuck out. So, <laughs> so this goes back to what I was saying. It's just like anybody can get it, man. You're not, you're not gonna sit there and really be. You, 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 
a fight is a fight, and this is the reason why I love boxing. It's just, it's no team, it's nobody affected. The work that you put in through the week, through the months, is going to allow you to see exactly who yeah. you are. And you have nobody to blame but yourself. If there's any professional fighters out there listening, or even any professional fighting of any kind, when you, if you're going to fight a guy, and you know it has to be within short notice, a week, two weeks, five days, you look at that guy's name, look at his record. If he's up and coming anything, one zero losses anything don't take that fight you did not prepare for that fight and this almost ends every time in this outcome happened last week with sammy vasquez green well, i think he had one loss or something one loss one loss but what was how, what, what was his knockout ratio seven knockouts out of nine wins seven knockouts out of nine wins and he was gonna box and you and you you got lazy with it you did you, you started to overconfidence admire, kills admiring that right hand looking so sweet landing right across his face and it felt good and then what do you want to do it's like anybody else you want to let your hands low kept his hands down kept his hands down man it's never the rest even let him go over. too for he a let, bit. he let it go for a minute and then he couldn't even climb out the ring because i think when he first knocked him down when he first got yeah, he caught when up. grace yeah. first got caught he dancing like Zab. He was dancing, but he had time to recover. But he just never—he couldn't get his legs up under him. He he got caught. You got check it out if you can. I'm gonna try to have that up in the app very soon though. Yeah, but it was it was great. It was a great fight to watch. It's only three rounds. You can watch the whole. Nah, fight. it was two rounds. Two rounds is oh yeah. Two rounds. Definitely, you should watch the whole fight and just see how he's picking them apart. And it's. And, and that's a rookie mistake. It's a simple mistake. Those are the things they... Oh, you're going to learn today. They beat that out of you in the amateurs, and then you, you don't get that cocky. Never, yeah. ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Uh, even if I knew it was a for sure win, I wouldn't do that. And that's that fighter perspective. You know, but that's me. Yeah. Now, now we want to talk about this. Uh, the fights that we just passed. We had Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Versus who I the think Iceman. might be one of the best fighters at 147. One forty, one forty-seven. Who who called who called uh, who called what on that fight? Now, so I I've been who, who wrong. Called, who called I've what? I've been wrong yeah. two times in my life in boxing. I'll give you one. Was with you with the Corrales and Floyd Mayweather. What the records were when they fought? Yep. I, Both it undefeated. Was, it was, I didn't feel good that day. It was a little off for me. I'm not so sure you were sick. Way. I think I saw it too. You Something had, you had chicken noodle on. soup. I think I saw that. And but I picked Postal on this one. This is one of these few moments where. Probably the only moment where you'll get to hear where I'll say I was wrong and I apologize and I was surprised because my defense for him was that he doesn't crack. And he did that. He did that exactly. And Terrence Crawford was real good. He <laughs> Look, man, I, I understand you being wrong, but you don't have to take it out on Terrence Crawford. That boy looked great out there. It was beautiful. It was marvelous. Now, you, of course, of course... What he did, what he did, the first three rounds, he just sat there. He, it's a, it's a vetting process. You got to fill him out to see what he is. Because look, 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 Terrence Crawford. I mean, Victor Postal was very, very dangerous. What you guys saw this past Saturday, I can't take, I can't take anything away from Victor Postal. Terrence Crawford just showed why he was in an upper echelon class compared to anybody in that division. He made Victor Postal look. Victor Postal's real. Oh, good. he looked. He looked. He looked. Make Victor Postal look slow. He made him look made slow. Him look real slow. Those angles he came up with his footwork and just like I said, he has to keep moving. He didn't stand. He he didn't even. Then he didn't stand in right in front of him. He made it look so easy. He was beautiful to watch. There isn't many fighters I put in that category of fighters that don't crack away from their game plan. That always know what they're there to do. Yeah. Postal's one of them. Mm-hmm. Floyd, of course. Yeah. Marquez. 
Yeah. Juan Mar- Manuel Marquez yeah. coming from another one. I can see that. These are those guys. They, they, they know exactly what they're there for and what they're going to do. And they never shy away from that game plan. And that's what makes them the most dangerous. That's what definitely makes them the most dangerous. And for him to do that to Postal definitely says a lot about Terrence Crocker. Definitely says a lot. It's a, and, they, and I think that was one of the questions they asked. They asked, what does that say about Victor Postal? Or does it say more about the that's level the, of resistance? That's the million-dollar question now we're talking about. Now, one thing about Terrence Crocker I like is he's fighting both styles, both sides. Orthodox is southpaw. He's ambidextrous. And why don't more fighters do this? When I learned, when I trained martial arts mainly and kickboxing, this is what they kind of taught us. And I'm, you're hearing more and more a lot of fighters doing it. Where's, where's, should this become the thing? Should every fighter at least don't want to do it? What do you think? I think it should become a thing. But one of the, one of the things that uh, had me dying about this is circles don't die squares. Ooh. Circles do not die squares. You know what that means? That means you always revert to back to what you know. Is sometimes, I mean, you can train for it, but when that pressure gets put on you, you're going to revert to what you know. And if you're a natural orthodox fighter in that right hand, you're going to stick that left foot in front. You're just going to stick. You, you're not going to be comfortable, Southpaw. You're going to go back to what you know and be comfortable about that. I've never seen, there is very, very few fighters who out there who are literally always comfortable in their ring, They who don't get flustered. Terrence Crawford is one of those guys, man. He is a special, he has a special talent in this, and it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous to watch him fight out there, man. So, and he, he fought majority of that fight Southpaw, too. And he's done, he's done. I, a lot of, I, I thought that's how he would win the fight as a Southpaw, if he's going to win it. But I thought Postal would be as disciplined as he's always been, and I didn't think he'd try to become the aggressor. He just he kind of panicked after the first knockdown, and that just led to his demise, to where it was unrecoverable. So I tip my hat to you, sir. You were correct on that one, but that would yeah. probably be one of the few only times you will ever be right on one, and that's assuming if we're not agreeing on it. Lies, like lies, lies. Yeah. Yes, it's easy. The easiest person to lie to yourself. <laughs> so it's um. Now, I, I did believe Terrence Crawford was the best at 140, 147, and that was at the time of current active fighters. Now, the rumor is fighting Manny Pacquiao. How do you feel about that fight? What do you think? I don't think it would be Pacquiao's ass. Now, the when it comes to the numbers on this one, I'm going to say you're fucking wrong, bro. Like... Like, look, motherfucker, like Bernie Mac. You have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Now, as active fighters at that time, when I made that decision to say he was best between him and Errol Spence, now if we bring Manny Pacquiao into this, I don't, I don't, th- he, I don't think he's at that class yet. Why now, not? he got to that upper class with Postal, showed he was there when he beat Matisse, but Terrence Crawford ain't ready. He ain't ready yet. He ain't ready. How, do you feel, how do you feel he's not ready, man? You haven't seen nobody with this much discipline. There's very few boxers. I love, I love boxers. I don't yeah. really like, I'm not a huge fan of fighters. I like boxers. I like people who are smart. Mm-hmm. I like people who stay inside their game plan. I like people who don't panic. Mm-hmm. I don't, oh, all that things I just mentioned. I like people with power. All those things I just mentioned, that is Terrence Crawford and okay. what, exactly what it is. Now, you got Manny Pacquiao. Now, my, to, my, to, to, to my Filipino audience, I have a lot of Filipino friends, and I will never talk bad about Manny Pacquiao. That is a great fighter. That's a Hall of Fame. That's a Hall of Fame. He is great. But your boy's getting old, man. His look, speed slows down. That barrage, that barrage of punches, 
it's not going to be. It's not going to be the same. The footwork is not going to be the same. If he has same. the same bounces when he fought Timothy Bradley, that's if he has the same. First of all, first of all, this, first of all, that was this year. Look, look, that was this, that was year. this year. But we both, but we both know He's as still much as unscheduled to fight the same as he fought. Timothy last year. Bradley is great. He's great entertainment. You've never seen a bad. You've Timothy never, Bradley. you've that's never seen a bad Timothy no, Bradley never. fight. Fought everybody now, anywhere. Now check this out. Is Timothy Bradley in the same class as Terrence Crawford? Uh, yeah, I say yes, he is. No, I didn't say could they fight and they make okay. it entertaining. No. That's not what I said. I'm, I'm, okay, is how, he, I'm is not he convinced Terrence Crawford could beat Timothy Bradley right now. Because I know because Benny Pacquiao, Terrence Bud Crawford's real good. And he's that next best thing. Timothy Bradley was the next best thing. And what happened to him the first time they fought? That I did bet on and collect money from, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, watching, you got to make me go back in time. I remember exactly where I was at. I don't remember a lot of things in my life because of the drug use, but the first Timothy Bradley Manny Pacquiao fight, I was literally stepping inside of my car to leave the house after that, when that final bell rung, and then I hear from the windows of the place I just left, the new I ran back. When I heard that, I ran back in because I left because I knew that Manny Pacquiao won that first fight. So even though all of Timothy Bradley's losses were to one person, I don't care. It says to Timothy Bradley has three losses on his record. The only with that thing, like I can see Timothy Bradley has a perspective on how he won that fight, and I can see his point and agree with it. The only thing that that could say he lost that first one is body language. Yeah, that's it. Well, because he did you hear? Did you hear his commentating after? He was like, "I'm gonna go to the tape and I'm gonna see if I how I won." He stopped himself. He said, "If," but stopped it and saw how I won. Who thinks before he talks? Like you should do before you jump into Terrence Crawford, who is good and great, but levels of class. I don't know if if he's ready there for many packs. First of all, 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 because he's already delusional thinking that he he gets to set the weight class. No, no, no. First of all, Bob Arum. Said that Pacquiao was going to fight Terrence Crawford. Yeah, they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pacquiao <laughs> wants to fight but him. He, he wants we don't to know that. Him. We haven't heard that from his mouth. Let's wait to. No, I'm not even going to say let's wait. We're going to stay. We're going to stay on this. Terrence, he can't have. He did, man, he's not smart enough. You said when he went when he fought Floyd Mayweather, and I feel like we're going to bring up Floyd Mayweather a lot. Goddamn. He's man. look. He has a problem with smart fighters. He has. He can't look, and especially with somebody who's going to be able to change direction between going orthodox and southpaw, he's not happening. Not happening. Yeah. He kind of, man. And the thing is, Terrence Crawford has power too. How many times do you see Victor Victor he's Pulsa stumble and knock like him down? This. Never fought a southpaw like Manny Pacquiao. That whether he changes his style, I guarantee he won't stay in southpaw stance fighting Manny. And Manny fought them with orthodox fighters. So check this out. Whether he stays in it or not. He'll be able to switch and okay. go orthodox. So the thing is, many is many going to have the proper training to be able to combat fighting orthodox and southpaw in one person. I'm so not scared of you, bro. You don't so have to be scared. To Look. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you, Terrence Crawford said his most difficult fight was Eurocas Gamboa. Yeah. Smart, great fighter, good Cuban who switched styles. Pacquiao hits way harder than Gamboa. Comes at crazy different angles. Now, what are you going to do, brother, when he hits you with them bombs? Coming at some awkward angle and some weird stuff looking like like Prince Nassim used to with power. I miss him. He knocked Bradley down twice in this last fight. First one was off balance. Second one was a legit knockdown. And Bradley is still a top welterweight. He's still in the top five of welterweights right now. Like, if, if, he, if you put him up against Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Terrence Crawford, and even Errol Spence... 
we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Timothy Bradley's my man. I'm taking his side regardless. So let's dare insult that man. Don't you know what? Him. You know what? Hold on. I think I may have found oh, it. So... I'm going to say... You better not be trying to no, 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 I'm not sourcing Wikipedia. I'm, uh... This is, this is coming out of the mouth of your boy, Timothy Bradley. I feel like Crawford can get that job done against anybody. I think he's got too many dimensions to his game. You, have, you saw the footwork against Postal. That footwork could give anybody problems. Good footwork, great defense, great counterpunching ability, great speed. You saw, the, you saw the changeup. He did some old school stuff in there, just smart stuff. I think he's ready for anybody, including Manny Pacquiao. Your boy Timothy Bradley told BoxingScene.com. BoxingScene.com always liked them for great information, too. Well, so that's coming. So, so, your so, man, so your I, man's I, in I them. I used to like your Boxing man, Scene. Your, 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 they your, used your to be man's the second one I checked. Uh -huh. But now, I'm a, man... How dare you? Yeah, oh, how dare I bring the person that you like, who you said compared him to, said that he can I'm get the job done? I'm going to hit him up later. You hit him up later. Then what are you going to say about it? But He's not. So, it, this is... But I'm going to go back to that power of Manny Pacquiao. And at the same time, I got to think about this as well. But, you know, I'm going to think about what, what Floyd said. What did Floyd say? You know, let me see here. Let me go back to your boy Floyd. Since he is probably one of the smartest fighters of all time. Yes. He said uh, in an interview he had some words for Terrence Crawford. Who will probably land the fight of uh, Manny Pacquiao because Bob Arum won't fight him against anybody else yet? Quote verbatim: If Terrence Crawford happens to fight Pacquiao, I want to let him know it's not going to be easy. The motherfucker can fight. That motherfucker can fight. I wish I had a better Bernie Mac. He's a lot better than what I thought he was. I take my hat off to him, and I can see why he went so far in his career. Crawford has to realize Manny is a lot bigger and stronger than Gamboa. Wow, another another Elvis genius here. Great minds think alike doesn't mean we have to get along. Now, Crawford can't fight. I really like that kid, but I don't want him to think because I, Mayweather made it look easy with Pac that it's going to be that easy. How do you feel about that one right there? And that's from uh, a guy I never like to reference to because I just don't like his style. I don't, I don't, I don't like him. He's on that list. It's him, Kanye West. <laughs> I would take an ass whooping from their bodyguards for just one clean shot. Easy, easy, easy didn't teach because. you yet. You don't know no better. You didn't know no better. Um, I mean, when, when you're talking to somebody who's immaculate as Floyd, I mean, you have to take that in consideration. But especially going up into the 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 super lightweight, the junior middleweights, I mean, the yeah, the junior welterweight. How dare him thinking he gets to dictate or he's going to fight me. He's fighting me at 140. Bro, look. You just got your first million dollar payday, and you're gonna try to tell the second biggest pay per view pay per view draw he's coming down to your weight. Yeah, someone might be a little delusional and overconfident, my brother. That's all I'm saying. First of all, well, talk, well, you're also talking to a a, a current uh, champion who just unified the belts, also versus some congressman who's getting out his uh, leather seat to uh, to come down and box to do to come out his leather seat to come down and actually box. Now, granted, he already had that platform and he was, but hey, boy, hey, it's a new generation right now, man. He's a born again Christian. His days of womanizing are over. And that and Freddie Roach even doesn't like that in Manny Pacquiao. So that's coming from his trainer. He'd rather he Freddie Roach said it himself. He'd rather he, Pacquiao go back to when he was drinking. Women and wives when he was drinking. Just look, he man, he's not a killer. His trainer said that he's not a killer. Yeah, I think this could go back again. You might want to blame his old lady for that one. He just let her go. You got caught. F it. It's you got to own it. You got to own it, Manny. You got to own it. We'll talk about it later, me and you. 
when so, you when you handle this full Terrence Crawford. Now that is my bud, and I love this dude. And I would have gave him the top spot until his current list of active fighters came out. He's gonna fight Manny in November. It's gonna happen. If Manny had less time, I would say maybe, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think he's at that class yet. He's at that level. Look, man. He's at the level. I have look. As long as you're not a girl about it, I. I can correct you and tell you you're wrong all day and improve that as long as it's going to it's going to be it's going to be on you whether our friendship continues because when I'm right you you're going to have to sit here and whether you come back the next week and sit here and record with me I have no problem with that I, I, it may not continue, but I'm still going to be back <laughs> until you understand my point. So I'll be here regardless. Look, look, like, I'm not scared of you, boy. You don't have to. You, don't, you ain't got to be scared. Yeah. Hey, I tell you, you ain't got to be scared to get your ass whooped. I just watched Rocky. Rocky, Rock, you get a lot Rock. of people put <laughs> under, man. Your boy Pack is going down again. Nah, it ain't going to happen. We'll see. What, it, when the fight's signed, we're going to talk about this again. And, and we're going to see where this weight class ends up on this one for sure. Because Manny is starting to get old. He's starting to get old. Yeah. He's becoming an old fighter. Yeah. And when you become an old fighter like uh, Manny, he's not that old as some of the current active fighters or even one that just retired recently like Roy Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Roy Jones didn't retire. He got retired. When do they need to retire? When's the time they do it? Because we've seen uh, Bernard, the alien. His, he, his nickname went from execution to alien because it's an anomaly. It's, 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 it's crazy that this man is still as athletic powerful, accurate, and active as he is, can go as many rounds as he can at so, the age of, what, he's like 98 or something you, like that? Uh, uh, he's a, Joe Lewis is 176 years old. <laughs> so, no, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you about B-Hop. I'm going to tell you about Bernard Hopkins, the reason why he's able to last and why he separates himself from everybody. Sucks, by the way. Yeah, look, <laughs> my man was in prison. He's prison, he's prison yard hard. He, he's, look. Are you trying to make a defense for the prison pipeline? No, I'm not making a defense for the prison pipeline. I'm talking about somebody who was in prison who has seen the depths of hell and spent time there and found his out, and now he loves what he does, man. He's not fighting for a paycheck. First of all, you're talking about a Golden Boy promoter. I'll become a great fighter. I'll find a way. I don't think you got enough body weight for that. I'm going to be like that boy, Mizanat or whatever. Mizanat? You have to... Kill me. Is it to get it? Look, you, you, you ain't got enough. You ain't you ain't a light heavyweight man like uh, Bernard Hopkins. Man, you a you a straw weight man. You yeah. ain't got enough. You ain't got enough body weight for that. He's he's he was prison yard hard man. I so around at one fifty. <sighs> that's beer belly man. Come on man, you're, you're throwing me off. You're throwing me off. But Let's look, walk around. Wait, we ain't talking about where it's set to, okay? <laughs> and you handed me the damn beer. So don't ever ask for a beer for this guy. It's forty ounce. It's you. It's always up to the boxer. I mean, we always talk. We always talk about it. We we. It we is talk up to the about, boxer, but should we allow that anymore? That's the biggest question right now, because we've been telling Roy Jones to retire for the last three years, even maybe longer than that. Well, you saw how Roy Jones handled it. He has to fight in Russia now. He's fighting in Russia now. So, like, like and, you know, he's living like a king in Russia, and that's where he's getting knocked out at. But the thing is, it's not going to tolerate here. You can't. There. I don't think there's any money in it in America, but I'm just saying for these health issues, man. I don't want. Well, is you get you got thirty year thirty five year olds who are punch drunk and can and slobbering right, and can right. barely talk, man. It's hey, just I'm right here. Yeah, <laughs> you're not, man. You got a okay. bib. Okay. <laughs> but 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 think about it. What do you always talk? We you say the same thing about rappers. You say you're not mad at the rapper in the booth spitting the garbage. You're mad at his homeboy who's hyping him up. Hey man, you could do that. That sounds dope. That sounds good. Maybe these guys need better handlers, man. Gucci it's like, man's hey garbage. man, you. But 
Apparently, a lot of people don't think so. Oh, God. People that buy it and the people that are like, Dah. yeah, drop that, bro. That was hard. The only guy that turned four bars into 16. What? We, ju- <laughs> uh, we just started and you're going to lose his followers talking about Gucci, man. If somebody talks bad about Gucci, man, they're going to they gonna oh, tune yeah, out. I got to look out with you. Cause look, Didn't you just but, get out the joint or something? Yeah, no, but. Is he still in? God damn it. We so, have to start doing background checks before we start <laughs> So no, but you think about think about old boy, man. There's, I don't like seeing any seeing anybody punch drunk or when they can't talk and it destroys their ability to think and it destroys their ability to read and comprehend and talk and slobber, man. There's got to be something. Would you? Sam Solomon just got towed towed down uh last week for it, and it he is was just a titleist last year. He had a title last year, and he beat Felix Sturm, who who. Is was a legitimate champ. Um, got robbed by Oscar De La Hoya when he beat him a long time ago, and a legitimate champ. Um, just he's one of those guys. It's like Rigadero, not very entertaining, and he he stayed where he made the most money wherever he fights out of. I don't even remember. I want to say Germany. I think is what it is. I'm not sure because he's not very fan friendly, but he beat. Uh, he beat this guy. Sam Solomon did to get that title, and then he got beat. I think he got beat here in Washington at the Little Creek. I can't even remember who the who the guy was at the time. It's an upcoming prospect. So this is a shot. When you fight for a living and this is paying your bills, at what how else if you have no other backup plan, what do you do? What do you do? It's a dangerous sport, man. You're like and the I'm, thing I'm is, a fighter I'm, at heart. I'm I'm hoping that that. I don't question... know if I can turn down the G if you offered it to me at the at the at the, at the fight. Um, like, <laughs> put, get enough in me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. What's your number? How many drinks or what's your number? If they ask you to get in the ring with, uh, we'll say, let, let me think about this. We're going to go with, uh, who's, who's, uh, let me think about a good one. What are you walking around at right now? Uh, about to, 212. 212. So we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go, uh, we'll go, we'll go 175 even. Let's, uh, let's talk about, let's see here. Who's one? Uh, Chad Dawson. Chad Dawson. Bad Chad Dawson. Bad Chad Dawson. Definitely at the end of his career, I think. Andre Ward ruined that guy. What's the number right now if he had to fight a Little Creek that nobody would probably buy tickets for or even know who he is? <laughs> What's the number to get my man Shooter? Skeet Shooter in the ring. So, I won, I was just watching actually one of these throwback fights the other day. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to it. I may be long with I'm going to get to it. But who's the guy who fought Mike Tyson and Tyson barely hit him? And not only did the dude fall... Okay. After the Phantom Punch, McNeely. he got back up. Yeah, no, not Peter McNeil. He was a black dude. He got back up. Uh, walk was it? Not was it Bruno? No, no, it wasn't no, Bruno. No, no, no. He, but anyway, he got up. He walks to the, the corner. corner. Now this yeah. is this is the first round. He walks now, this, to the this corner. This is the one where they, we don't and know then, if he threw that fight or not. And yet. then he claimed his knee was injured yeah. when he fell. He got paid seven hundred grand for that. I can't think of his name right now. So if you're telling up, me you're if you're telling me only have to take a punch or two and I can throw a fight. My number's not that very high. A payday's a payday, and I ain't got to get knocked out. And where we would be offered a fight is that that is a pay-per-view option. You're going to go out there and fight. Now... I got to fight. They might have broke his knee after that fight. Yeah. Maybe. They definitely would have broke ours after that fight here because they're going to be paying us cash under the table, off the books, and if it's not entertaining, it won't be entertaining when we get paid. They either short us... Or you'd be short because you'd be limping mm. when you're walking away. You know what I'm saying? You never, you never hurt a man that owes you money, but you could hurt him. All right. Well, 
Well, well, I'll just I'll just go. That Maybe goes that's to just say, Vegas talking. I don't know. That, that just goes to say, I'll uh I'll see how far behind I'm, I'm in my bills, then I'll tell you, I'll let you know about that number, man. It doesn't yeah, take much right. for me. I'm a competitor. I, I don't like being called a punk, so I'll probably take the fight. Just don't insult me and let my pride start talking. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. My pride will get me in trouble. Yeah. I'm one. Of, I'm one of those. I got a couple. I got a couple scars. I'm talking <laughs> talking up to somebody, you know. But the old fighters, man, they they gotta, we gotta find the fine line because. Maybe we should just stick them with other old fighters. You know how you know how uh, the YMCA has. You gotta those, pay the uh, bills, though. We gotta pay the bills, and, and the YMCA ain't no one paying the bills unless you unless you're there volunteering. What about boxing? Program. What about boxing enthusiasts like us, man? Would you watch? A, would you watch twelve fighters? Hey, a lot of people watch that Sugar Ray Leonard versus um versus Roberto Duran three. That was oh. way after their prime. I mean, hey. <laughs> no, nobody cared. I think that was an hey, outdoor man, fight. This is the first time I'm gonna say this live <laughs> and admit it. I haven't even watched Grudge Match yet. And that's got De Niro and Stallone. And these are my paisans right here. Hey, good good yeah. choice. I ain't watched I that. I, I, I don't even that know if I'm going to be able to go home this Christmas and see what's with my dad if I, if he hears this. <laughs> this is De Niro. You talking to me? And this, right. is, this Stallone's my dude. That's my guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Don't you, don't you disrespect You only like him because you're Italian. Don't you disrespect Rocky. Don't you disrespect Rocky. <laughs> You know, you before he was before he got famous in Rocky, he was in, he, he collected money for the mob, right? Don't yeah. make me come back and break your thumbs. Hey man, don't make me come back they, and break. Your thumbs. Look, I don't want to break your thumbs. Don't look, make me come look, back and do it. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm, whether we get off the subject or not, if you want to talk about what they did before that, look at Mr. T in uh, Rocky Rocky Three, man. Your man, your man, Clubber Lane, man. He at least had the gold chains to match what he was doing in his persona. He'll snatch your stuff up and be like, "Hey man, you got to come see me if you want these back." What What, what do you Yo. have planned for Rocky? <laughs> Pain. <laughs> Shouldn't have killed Mick. Shouldn't have killed Mick, you know what I'm saying? Shouldn't have killed Mick. So. All right. And old fighters, so we'll, hopefully we can figure something out before we have to witness something bad happening because we don't want to see nobody get hurt. Unfortunately, the most entertainment in boxing is the big action-packed fights and the brawls that we love to cheer for and see, but they're our modern-day gladiators, so that's why we respect all combat sports. The difference between that and now with modern day, with the old gladiators, they were they all died undefeated, or or died with one loss, and that was it because you got one loss. Now these guys, they have families to go back home to, and we got to make sure we can find that fine line to where when they go back, their family's not taking care of them because they spent all that years fighting to take care of the family. Now we got upcoming fights this weekend that you can, um, if you don't know about, just check it on that Squared Circle app where you can find us or reach out to us at Talking Smack One Hundred One at Twitter dot com. 101, we're giving you lessons right now, and we're talking smack. This is what I love to do. I do it all day. I do it for a living. I, I talk to hear myself speak because I like it, you know? And questions, big paragraphs, even if you just want to diss us at TalkingSquaredCircle at Gmail I'll also. I'll find your IP address. Say something bad yeah, about it. You can it. say something all you want. Go ahead, because that's fine. I know you're listening then. And that just makes me talk some more and more and more, unfortunately. Unfortunately, sometimes I talk... More than I should have. Man, go on, man. You know, because I, you know, I'm a fighter first. I just don't make the best decisions when I step up to that dude who's a little bit bigger. Like someone like Adonis Stevenson, who I would, well, and I can't say I wouldn't talk smack to. I, there's a moment as a child, my dad, uh, he was a Veterans Box Association, and uh, for some reason he was drinking a little bit. And Michael Dokes, a former heavyweight champion, he met him, and his first line he met was, Hey, I remember watching you get knocked the fuck out by Jerry Coetzee. Good. Not the best decision. I can see that happening sometimes with me. Maybe I inherited from my father. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't want to say it to Donna Stevenson. Superman. But 
he's on paper the best light heavyweight, but is he really the best light heavyweight right now? No. Who Kovalev to me is Andre Ward. Hopefully, will be. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to go to an American first, USA. Yeah. USA, the last although, American gold medalist. Although I do love, I got a special place in my heart for Canada, but yeah, I will stay. When it comes to boxing, I will stick with America first, though. Yeah. But no, he's not the best light heavyweight. Um, Sergey Kovalev is, and then um, even though it's a little, even though we're jumping too far ahead, um, Andre Ward is going to be the best at the division if he chooses to stay in that division, though. So, but you know, that's neither here nor there. He got, he has one, one thing, one thing, one thing you will know about the fight game or the hurt business is you never want to overlook your opponent. Andre Ward has a fight coming up. Um, this coming up month. And then, he overlooked his opponent. Yeah, he sure did. You never want to overlook your opponent before you get to the next. Mm -hmm. So once Andre Ward takes care of this business, he'll be able to go on to Sergey Kovalov. But honestly, in that light heavyweight division, Sergey Kovalov is Italian, the best. Don't ever do it after you see Rocky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say it that way. And then, now this is a tough one coming up here. Leo Santa Cruz versus Carl Frapham. This is a great fight. A good fight two top fighters right now who's probably almost peaking if not starting to peak probably of their at, at their best part of their game possible now leo santa cruz is good i like carl frampton a lot he's moving up in weight he's got a big frame he's a british fighter and we know british fighters they like to they like to bring it who you got on this one i got leo he he throw he throws a lot of punches he's good to smother you mm -hmm. he throws them in barrages and he's Mexican, man. They like those, like, and that's not even saying nothing bad. When you talking about, when you talking about, the hurt business, you talk about boxing, man. You got those, you got those countries, and especially those those Spanish speaking countries, whether it's Argentina, whether it's Puerto Rico, whether it's you know Mexico. And once you know you come from there, no matter what their record says, you're in for a hell of a night, and you're in for a war, and it's gonna get bloody, man. So if it's the place that produced brawlers, and you pretty much know what to expect. Leo Santa Cruz has the heart of a brawler, but he ain't got the power of one, man. And Carl Frampton is one of the smartest guys at that division at 126. I don't think Leo could do it. I don't, I don't think his volume of punches would be able to overwhelm a guy like Carl Frampton who moves so well. Scott Quigg is supposed to be the dude who'd be able to cut off the ring and make it a fight. And Frampton schooled him. He schooled that boy. Where did they fight that fight? 122. No, where did where? they fight that fight? In England. In England, look, look. When you go, when you're, when you're across the pond, as they say, I mean that, that that's not that's not America. That that's they go on their own. They're gonna go with their uh, country, their countrymen's favorite. So no, I'm not taking that. If they're Both fighting, British. look, look, it doesn't matter. But you still got Scott Quigg is not gonna be the delegate favorite of them out of them. So he, uh, Carl Frampton is gonna get that, gonna get the nod on that one. Leo Santa Cruz, I'm going with the, I'm going with the, with uh, with the people from down this south. Is that we're comparing. Mexican crowd and the British crowd, but the fights in America. Oh, what was the fight at? in Little Little Mexico and Vegas? Little, I think so, probably. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think it is in Vegas. That's right. Um, that of the Barclay. Even then, we we already know that. With no disrespect to any, yeah. anybody of Latin descent, but we see Mexicans everywhere. You yeah. Guys keep moving. You like to migrate. Yeah, damn, um, it. damn it. We see it happening now. Um, I, I if Donald Trump's elected, I want to be there when he makes the sales pitch on how they're gonna build the wall. Not that I'm supporting him. I just got to hear the pitch. I, I don't know how you. he's going to do it. I hate you. I just want to hear how he's going to do it. No. Uh. it. So the thing about it is about the, a lot of these European fighters, they're not Eastern European fighters. Yeah. These, no aren't, these aren't these aren't these aren't no Provodnikovs. These aren't these aren't the Glovkins. The Glovkins. These aren't none the, of these. The, the Gitrov and the, yeah, yeah, these, the Sergei these aren't those. who just fought 
Well, nah, that's, man, that's you're, 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 you're UK people. They get put down, man. They're going to get put down. So I, I got I got Leo. I'm going with Leo on this and not DiCaprio either. So, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think Leo will be able to handle the movement because he's used to fighting guys that stand right in front of him. He used to be in four, He's been hand-fed. His mm-hmm. last fight was probably his best test was, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Abner Mares was his best test. And Abner was bringing it to him in the beginning, but it's another spoon-fed fighter, you know? Spoon-fed because he's got the style for him. He hits him with the volume of punches. He overwhelms you. But this is not going to be a guy that's going to stand in front of him. Carl Frampton is going to hit him with the jabs. He's going to use the ring. He is going to work Leo Santa Before you said, before you even said if the I'm second part of it. If I'm wrong on this one, I might not make a I, I expect that. I expect that. that. I, I, I expect that. Before you started the second half of that, you proved my point. Abner Mar started off good, but at the same time, what does most fighters do? They're able to adapt. All the best fighters are able to adapt. And so that's what that's what uh, Leo Santa Cruz is going to do. Once he and gets in there, he throws up. Carl Frampton is going to have to move. But the thing is, those Mexican fighters, man, they keep coming, man. This barrage of punches. Look, he's going to keep coming, man. And okay. then can you... And so can your, if I do nothing about boxing and just wanted to guess, don't. what? And be like, uh, so who am I fighting? What's his name? Like, last name, Cruz? So his style is just going to be come forward and punch, right? Okay, we got this. We got this. We got this. What do we got to do? Jab? Jab, move the ring. Ah, touche, move around the ring. Touche, that's that's, that's pretty much it. Every, mm-hmm. Everything about the sweet science is built to handle a guy like this. Leo Santa Cruz is going to have to be smart to beat Carl Frampton. And we're going to find out how smart he is. He was smart with Abner Mars. He protected the right time. Abner Mars was small. He's, he's, he's good. But he got knocked out by old Johnny Gonzalez. He's not that good. He's been To me, he's been overhyped by Golden Boy. But yeah, that's why. That's why I don't even think he, he had a fight coming up that, that he canceled out on or whatever. We're talking about Leo and Frampton. Carl Frampton is gonna win this fight. I think by decision he's gonna outpoint him. I say split decision. He's gonna outpoint this boy. And if I'm wrong on this one, on the next show I'll be like, hey, I'm no longer perfect. I'm almost perfect, and I tip my hat to you. And that's all I'm gonna do. I'm going with Leo. Leo in the later rounds knockout, man. I see he I see he's gonna wear him down. I see he's gonna wear him down. A lot of these when it comes to all these cats across right, the so pond. Well, I, I, I see him as I see breaking him as news, everybody. Get... Um there is now a, a position opening here at Talking Smack One One in the center circle podcast the Squared Circle Podcast because uh, I just my co host obviously knows nothing about boxing. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. We're gonna be back here next week, man, and we're really gonna see what's going on too. So I don't keep score, the audience can if they want to. You know, I know when I'm right and we'll uh We'll, we'll take care of this uh, later, man. You're not it's, always it's gonna, right it's here. It's going to speak for itself. Now, on one note, we like to talk about how we just love the sweet science. And I like to quote my man, Max Kellerman. I heard him say once how he can, we can prove to you right now that boxing is the greatest sport in the world. Now, if you take any neighborhood around the world and at all four corners, we could say one corner you got, we'll use America, we got baseball playing, we got some dudes playing catch. We got maybe a game of Flag football, two-hand touch football in the other corner, some street hockey, um, some soccer maybe, even some, who knows, some tennis, some handball, handball, anything, anything at all. And if a fight breaks out in the center of the street, where's everybody going to go? That's why we love the sweet science and everything else here. You can reach out to us at TalkingSmack101 at Twitter.com. We just got it. We need followers. We need you to listen. We need you to talk smack back to us. It's fine. I don't take it, well, I don't take it personal. But I can't say my man with me won't. I'm pissed already. If you got a lot to say, don't use Twitter. Obviously, you should know because they limit the characters. Send me your open page book at talkingsquaredcircle at gmail. We speak 
Well, we don't speak properly, but we spell properly on this one. So it's T-A-L-K-I-N-G, smack101 at twitter.com, or T-A-L-K-I-N-G, squared, circle at gmail. And you can find the app in the Play Store or the App Store with Apple or Android. And I like to say sayonara to my friends here and my man Shooter. Chase the definition of skeet shooting. Always with me. Proud to have you. Glad I met you, my man. <laughs> Thank you for listening, y'all. All right. Trim the rest out. Mm-mm-mm-mm.